and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast, brought to you by the Dynasty Football Network and DynastyFootballFactory.com. My name is Michael Sykes. My name is Michael Sykes, and you can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz, and I'm here with my partners, Shane Manila. Hi, this is Shane Manila, uh, at BFF <laughs> underscore Shane. And you might know me from such tweets as Ryan McDowell congratulating me and several other people who are, are not important uh, for winning the regular season titles in the Kitchen Sink Leagues. Uh, it was me and, like I said, several other people. I didn't notice their names. Jeremy, we never did get the name drop sound effect. Uh, and you know, when he drops the name, yeah. yeah, he loves to do that. And Jeremy I'm, Brown. I'm actually more surprised that Shane is the at the top of one of the leagues. I am too. More, I mean, I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, this this is the first I'm hearing about Look it, and it's case. pretty special. <laughs> Well, you might also know me from such tweets as Tyler Gunthner sending out a, name uh, drop the standings of the UDPL, the Ultimate Dynasty Podcast League, where Dynasty Trades HQ has locked up the one seed. We did what well, a week to go. No, no, Jeremy, yes. Shane. He said Shane. He didn't mention you and me. He Shane no, no, just no. said you know we locked it up. Oh, okay, I mean, good. You guys were. <laughs> basically there supporting me in spirit that's like, a long still ride like the rest of this shindig <laughs> and i'm your other co-host jeremy broen on twitter at dynasty under at dynasty blah 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 at dff underscore madman what the no hell? one tweets about me but i'm definitely on twitter <laughs> and your trademark too so uh we have uh we're we're already all over the place and we just got started so why don't we jump into the news and uh the news is brought to us by Jazz sports.ag, correct? Yep, jazzsports.ag. Tell everybody about jazzsports.ag. So, uh, yeah, so if you go ahead and uh, sign up using our promo, DTHQ, uh-huh. you'll receive a 150% free play bonus to start your account. Uh, Jazz Sports offers high-quality betting lines, true odds, and parlays, same-day payouts, and many unbeatable action perks. Uh, they've got all types of casino games. Uh, obviously, there's gambling. Um, <laughs> what I like is that same-day payout. You win. So this is what I do, right? Go in, deposit, what, $100. You get 150% free play bonus. I don't know how much that is because um, I'm not good at math. Really? If um, you put in a hundred dollars, you don't know how much the free play is at one hundred fifty percent. I don't. One hundred and fifty bucks. At least it's at least one hundred and fifty dollars. They have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you get what I like is you get same day payout. So yeah. There's none of that like oh, and they only pay out in U.S. currency. There's not one of these shady sites that's like oh, we're gonna pay in shekels. And you're like, I don't think that's a real thing. Like my bubby told me about shekels. But... I don't like think the they're real. Hold your money uh, captive until you have a certain amount in there, or you'll never get it. If you don't like have a hundred bucks, you can just forget getting your money. You better win some money before they. Yeah, they so you, you want to go on jazzsports.ag. Um, I'm on there right now. Um, one thing I will tell you is turn off your VPNs because your VPNs confuse uh, your location, and you can't get on anywhere because everywhere assumes that you're logging on from Bangladesh. Um, so what you want to do is go on jazzsports.ag. 
Use promo code DTHQ for a 150% free play bonus. I say go on there, you know, just put on a little. Just put in $50, and then you get that 150% free play bonus, um, whatever that works out. I was going to say, don't, <laughs> don't try to figure that one out. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, high-quality betting lines. You got true odds and parlays and same-day payouts. Awesome. And that's who's bringing us our news. Yeah, and the big news, the first news that we have on here relates back to what Shane did all those trades last week to help his team, mm. and it looks like his boy Marlon Mack uh, broke his hand. Oh, the f***ing Marlon Mack. I, <laughs> the damn you know, luck of that. Luck. My man had 113 yards through three quarters and was just destroying them. Um, and unfortunately broke his hand. Jonathan Williams came in and he, uh, he ran for another 113 yards and a quarter. I'm sad that he got hurt, man. That's a shame. I, a lot of, a lot of injuries this season have just made me sad. Yeah. So Marlon Mack made you sad by breaking his hand. Cause I know Shane yeah, did all those trades. So good season. And yeah, it's just, it's a bummer. What's yeah. that? And guess what? What? Saddest trade alert of all time. <laughs> you have a sad one. What Man, you should have brought the whole show way down by saying it that way. So, I made a Marlon Mack trade. When? Oh, wait, no, this is a good one. Never mind. Um, <laughs> what the I don't know. This is a bad one. Oh, my so, God. We're all over the place. Good, bad, whatever. Tell us. So, this is in a... Pigs, Capitalist Pigs 3. I gave yeah. up Terry McLaurin, right, for Devin Singletary. Hate you. Right, right. But then I gave up Devin Singletary and Dawson Knox for Marlon Mack. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, I, I want to go back to just reset. All together on that. Are you kidding me? Like, seriously? So that's depressing. But. On the other hand, um, I did pull off another trade in another league um, where I wasn't making a run for the playoffs. <laughs> um, so, you know, I just shouted out there, hey, guys, I got running backs. Uh, I'm not making the playoffs. Go ahead and send me an offer. And this is in Michael's favorite league, um, that f***ing league. Yeah. <laughs> That is my favorite Mar league. <laughs> this is Michael's league. So, yay, Marlon Mack trade because I dumped his ass before he broke his hand in this league. Oh, that's good. Good timing. Yeah. So, let me go find me. Uh, never gave a fuck. That would be Shane. <laughs> Trades. Yes. So, I gave up uh, Chris Carson and Marlon Mack. Chris Carson. For Darius Geis and Austin Hooper. Oh, cool. Um, I think you did well. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's going Hooper. on with Austin Hooper? Is he? How long got a is? Bad knee. No, I know. Bad... Is it long term uh, for this yeah, season? This week again. That's what um, I was asking. Yeah, that's what I was asking. I mean, the, the last I heard is it was anywhere from a one week to a six week injury. Oh, so is that what it is? Vague. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's already been ruled out this week, and he was ruled out since what's today Wednesday, which is really early. Which means, you know, he's likely out the following week, too. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. But I'm not making the playoffs in this league anyway. Oh, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Right. And it's a, it's a, obviously, it's a tight end premium, one and a half PPR. 
And, uh, you know, it's a, I believe it's a PPC league. Uh, but yeah, so, so I got, you know, part of me, uh, was very sad by the Mac trade. Um, cause in the one league I, I traded for him to try to make the playoffs and I kind of got screwed there, but I dumped him in another league before he got hurt. So that's good. <laughs> well, let me, but, well, I'll tell you what, um, on the Patreon episode tonight, I think we can talk about what I did, um, in the shadow of the Marlon Mack injury, and I made some moves. Ah, so you'll have to check out the Patreon show to hear how he fixed his situation. You know, it is Wednesday night, like you said, and I know there's a lot of podcasts that record all during the week, and sometimes they talk about waiver players and everything after waivers go through. And, you know, we're here on Wednesday night. Waivers have already gone through in most of our leagues. But what did you think about for Jonathan Williams with waivers this week with Marlon Mack getting hurt? Did you guys care? Did you guys try to get him anywhere? What? Yeah. 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 I mean, I think it's worthwhile to do that. Did I? No, I, I've been too busy with my uh, real job to, uh, <laughs> to, 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 I, I honestly didn't, but I mean, I, you, you should have picked, you know, tried to put all your money down to get Jonathan Williams. Yeah. I love being in leagues with you because when the night of waivers, you're, you always say, well, I was too busy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, waivers need need to be later in the week for me. Uh, Madman needs waivers to run uh, Wednesday night at the earliest. Well, that's where most of the ones I run my leagues. Tonight, you know, at 7 p.m., let's say, because I'd actually have a chance to get some in. And then I can set my lineups tomorrow. But, yeah, I missed out on a lot of stuff. If I'm not ahead of the curve, which I try to be, you know, injuries, obviously not always going to be prepared for. But, yeah, this is one of those things I totally miss out on, Jonathan Williams. What about you, Shane? I um well you know I write the Dynasty Waiver Wire article. Oh, you do um, at DynastyFootballFactory.com. I do. Yeah. Um, and it's awesome. Um, so what I immediately do is as I'm writing up the players that I you know am recommending to other people, uh-huh. um, I check every league that I'm in for them. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know if I have money and I have the space available, I put bids on them or the need. Um, right. So I put obviously I put in money on Bo Scarborough and I put in money on Jonathan Williams. Um, also some dynasty stashes like yeah, Tim Scarborough. And, yeah, Scarborough is another good one. And get. Scott Miller. Um, yeah, but it, I don't think I actually won him anywhere though, because um, anywhere I needed him, apparently I had no fab left. Um, you know what is funny? I was gonna say. I was going to say, we talked it's about it so much in the preseason, and we even talked about it a bunch of times during the beginning of the season, about all these running backs that are out on those waiver wires, that if you could grab them ahead of time, come week yes. 12, thir- 11, 13, that out of nowhere they're going to be playing for you. And then if you've already have them on your rosters, you're not going to have to spend the money. And yeah, what's well, really... the problem, though. No. But... If... Well, well, I'm just going to say... If you had Bo Scarborough and Jonathan Williams on your roster, <laughs> yeah, those your two are roster tough. must be like 45 well, deep because I don't. neither of them were in it. the league until three weeks ago. Well, that's where I was going with what I was going to say. What I was going to uh, say is obviously no matter how much we prepare for it, there's still guys that are going to come out of always. nowhere no matter what yeah. is what I was going to say. So injuries on a team, you're going to get it. Exactly. And and what, what, what helps a little bit is trying to see it on a week-to-week basis at this point. You know, like that Laird or Lair. We never figured out how to say yeah, the guy's name Laird, from Miami. Yeah. So, so, like, I had picked him up two weeks ago before he had the chance to play, and then he did well. And then there was one league that he was 
is left on tonight on waivers and I've got him. Um, but I figured I would go after him because everybody was going to go after Bo Scarborough and Jonathan Williams. And, and I, I got him, but, but the point I was going to make is no matter how much we talked about it back then or the beginning of the season or even the middle of the season, there's still these guys popping up. So we have to keep looking at it. So maybe right now, while everybody's spending all the money on those two guys, maybe there might be one or two guys still sitting on some kind of uh, practice yeah, squad of the NFL. Yet yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you missed out on these guys tonight, if you didn't get Bo and you didn't get Jonathan Williams, check your rosters and see, or your waiver wires and see, is there another third guy or or somebody that may get the opportunity to play coming to your playoffs. Because it's going to be so funny that there's going to be people that are going to win playoff games in the next couple of weeks with Bo Scarborough in their starting lineup. Jonathan which is, Williams, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, Patrick Lard, um, Lard, he's yeah. one, yeah, he's one that, yeah, I've been counting for like three weeks. I know. Each, each week, I just keep picking them up in more leagues when I'm like, all right, let me Yeah, they ran out of running backs in Miami. When Caleb yeah. Bellage is all you've got, you better, better look to something He's, else. Well, and He's that's awful. what we that's what we said last week when you said no his— vision at all. Yeah, and we, when we said that last week, when you said that in the show, you said you have them in all the leagues you're in, and I said except for the ones that you and I are in because I have yeah. them, you know. Um, but but it's true though, and and it's it's no matter how much we talk about it, it's so blaringly obvious when you look at this week's waiver wire pickups, you know. Um, the other thing you was think it's barren, and there's nothing out there until something like this happens, and then suddenly there's two viable running backs. It's crazy. It's crazy. In one of my leagues, I saw that when the waivers went through tonight at eight o'clock, somebody had spent seven hundred dollars on Bo Scarborough. So first of all, they held their money for a freaking eleven too weeks. Long, too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're hoping for a breakthrough. Actually, when Shane was just saying, "Hey, I didn't have enough money to put a bid on a guy. I was out of fab." You know what? That means you're playing this game right. Yeah. You spent your money when it mattered early in the year when it. Yeah. You got a player that made an impact on your team, probably. Yep. Um, I have a couple where I'm sitting on five, six hundred dollars out of a thousand. Oh my god. And a couple where really? I got seventy-five dollars out of a hundred because I didn't get in uh, early off waiver wires. And what am I going to do? Eat that money? Sit on that? I mean, I have to trade it if I can or whatever, but there's nothing worth 75 bucks anymore or 75% of my fab, right? Right. Well, well, plus you just said it. Plus you just said a little while ago, you don't really get that involved because you're working your real job. So that's why. No, but my my (laughs) point is. I would spend that money, but Monday and Tuesday, yeah. Right. So, but if you did, then you would have already spent that money because we've talked about that plenty of times on the show to spend your money already. Yeah, but the, no, you know, I stuck myself with two leagues. I mean, no doubt. Um, but yeah, you should not be. You should not have over fifty percent of your fab right now. I don't know what you're waiting for. Well, the only other thing is sometimes you get beat out by other people that are spending more money, and you get yeah, stuck yeah, with the yeah, money. Yeah. But but the other guy that got hurt, James Connor, got hurt again. Yeah. You know, so Jalen Samuel is another one that well, people are doing stuff. But yeah, go ahead. He's already, yeah, he's already owned. But you know what I did is I went back out and um. Because I dropped him in a couple leagues when I thought Connors was back. Connor. Ah, you said it. (laughs) You said it with the S. (laughs) So when I thought he was back, I'm like, all right, I don't need Trey Edmonds anymore. Silly, silly me. Um, (laughs) Silly Shane. But yeah, so I went and picked up Trey Edmonds again. Because you know what? Samuels, they've already shown they don't, he's not a running back. He is more like an H back. And they're, you know, he's going to get some carries, but he's mostly going to be on the field, though. Which he matters. Is. Yeah, no, no, but Trey Edmonds is going to get, if Benny Snell's not there, Trey Edmonds is going to get carries. Um, 
And I thought Trey Edmonds was going to be vi- fantasy viable, you know, a couple years back. You know, I know he's the fullback kind of listed as a fullback and all, but I mean, I I really thought he was going to get some action, and uh, no, it was all James the, the James <laughs> Conner show last year. Yeah, and Trey Edmonds right now currently is in Shane's starting lineup on the HQ One League. Um, I wouldn't go by anything that's in my starting lineup. <laughs> so is Drew Locke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, him some <laughs> but um, but yeah, and then we joke around with uh, with Shane because he calls him James Connors all the time, so that's why we were laughing before. <laughs> so I guess we never really talked about this. So you guys are all about spending your fab early, right? Oh, absolutely, because that's whatever. when you get the most bang for your buck. I mean, but I shouldn't even say that. That's that's when you capitalize on getting the best players available. Those first few weeks of the season, you should have probably spent it because that's. You know, quarterbacks and players that aren't on rosters, these running backs. Now, I mean, obviously, if you have some money and something like this happens with Scarborough and uh, Jonathan Williams and you, you're able to get one of those guys, well, great. But you, it's not a good practice to hold on to that money this late in the season. You know, talking week 12, there's a few weeks left of the season. Nah, man, should have spent it. Well, there's you also trade for um, what do you call that? Fab? In some leagues, in you some can leagues. trade from, but yeah. but but it is funny when you said we never talked about it because we actually did talk about it before on the show and on I guess it was one of the shows where we talked about like things that we learned. One of the things that I had or advice we had or whatever, but that was the, right. one of the things I had said is I always spend my money early, you know, um, or it doesn't mean that you just spend it willy nilly on anything, no, but but no, the but, I mean, but especially deeply. But especially deep leagues. In deep leagues with giant rosters, you you spend your money in the beginning of the season because that's when there's going to be something. Sure, every week somebody somewhere is going to pop up somewhere. But the bigger the league you have, the the smaller that percentage of somebody going to be viable on your roster on the waiver wire. Also, like Jeremy and I spoke about a couple weeks ago, is by week three, four, whatever it was, we started churning over that roster anyways and dumping some of those guys that looked like they weren't going to be something that we thought in the offseason would be and we were starting to pick up some of those guys then so if that stuff's happening and people are spending their money there's less and less and less on the waiver wire when it comes down to these weeks so then you have the Bo Scarborough and the Jonathan Williams you got two guys on the waiver wire that everybody's fighting over so even if you have money you have to beat out everybody else to get them yeah it sucks good point Michael good point (laughs) thank you so the last injury we had on here was Auden Tate getting a concussion and uh, does this say he has a cervical strain also? Yeah, cervical strain. Yeah, man. He The hit he took from the defensive back as he was going down bent his neck uh, against gravity, like the wrong way, sideways. I mean, his ear basically touched his shoulder on the opposite shoulder oh, when he was going down. It was it was pretty horrible looking. Fortunately, um, you know, he's moving both of his hands and uh, looks like he's going to be okay. I thought it was a bummer because that kid was finally um, enjoying, you know, just catching the ball, getting some targets, catching the ball, having a pretty decent, you know, run of things, at least in targets, you know, wasn't scoring a lot and stuff. But he, you know, he really looked like um, like a viable or, you know, a fantasy relevant possession receiver for a team that stinks right now. Yeah. You know, A.J. Green's out and they basically have Tyler Boyd and, you know, Erickson underneath. But I just, you know, he's able to run, he play outside, inside. He's still a little bit limited, but he can play a little in the slot, big slot. Jesus, he's 6'5". But I just, yeah, he's one of the players that kind of, you know, people thought a lot of when he was in college and then he disappeared, didn't do well, 
and at the combine, just things, you know, his speed and he just fell through the cracks. And it was neat to see that, you know, he could become um, a possession receiver like that because he's actually a really good wide receiver. He just doesn't have those traits that everybody looks for, the speed, you know, but he's huge. And, um, you know, just thought it was a bummer that he got hurt. He He's a guy that I own in a lot of places because he was so cheap generally. Yeah. And, um, you know, he was one of those guys that I was thinking could sustain that uh, going forward, especially depending on what the Bengals do with A.J. Green. He could maybe be, you know, the secondary wide receiver for the Bengals going forward. Like a wide receiver two for them, maybe a wide receiver three in fantasy. And then he had that injury. I just thought it was a shame. I wanted to see him um, see what he did over the last you know, next four weeks or whatever, five weeks of the season. And one thing about him, you know, for fantasy wise, he was playing pretty well for you. If you stuck him in on some of these leagues where you start four wide receivers or whatever, but you know, he's actually part of the body of the show that we were going to discuss. So why don't we, yeah, yeah. So why don't we hear from our website, dynasty football factory and the partnership that we have with DraftKings, and, and then, and then we'll get into this, um, some of the breakout and surprise players of 2019 and whether we think that they're going to sustain that going forward. So here's Dynasty Football Factory and DraftKings. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Debbie, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all. And annual memberships are free. That's right. We've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free. Just go to DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo. Sign up for your DraftKings account, deposit just $20, and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free Factory Sports annual membership. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See website for details. So act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. Yeah, so go get yourself a free Factory Sports membership through DraftKings. The link is on the site. Or just, you know, if if you're not in the mood for that and you can't create any more DFS DFS accounts, well, then just become a member anyway. <laughs> yeah well cool well yeah and, and it's it's a it's a cool thing to do you know i know it, it it is kind of funny to see some people that are still out there that don't have a DraftKings or a FanDuel or all those kind of dfs yeah yeah i still remember the when when the that daily fantasy stuff started when you got to draft against people that was fun so um all right well what we were going to talk about were some of the players that were breakout or surprise performances of 2019 and whether we think that it's going to be something that's sustainable whether next year it's somebody that we like or we would maybe trade for in the off season um or even now uh if yeah. you're out well, of it or let whatever me ask you this. yeah since we were just talking about this gentleman Auden Tate. Uh, Gentleman, gentleman, uh-huh. gentleman, whatever. It's one guy, whatever the singular of gentleman is. Isn't it gentleman, uh, gentleman? Exactly. So it's gentleman. <laughs> but uh, it's still pronounced. Would say, pronounced I'm not gentleman. a gentleman. A I am a method man. <laughs> but it's still um, pronounced gentleman. So go ahead. How about Auden Tate? Yeah. What do you think? Do we think that he is a, this is what his second year, right? Uh-huh. Do we think that he is what going forward? So, so far this year, Auden Tate has got 33 receptions, 417 yards for three touchdowns. 
That's what it? He only has three touchdowns, have? really? Yeah, he doesn't have a touchdown. See, I thought he yeah, had more well, than that. He's not, it's, it's weird because he is a big guy, but they're not really targeting him a lot in the end zone. Um, hmm. Well, I don't know why. I think part of it is like Jeremy just even mentioned before we went to the to our break there. Um, you know, he is like a wide receiver too right now. And with that team, it's like all over the place. We don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback. We don't know what's going to happen with AJ green. So it's a very weird, oh. fuzzy looking future of that team, you know? So is he that kind of player that him alone will be good enough no matter what comes next. And I don't know and that he is real quick. Let me just correct myself. He actually is targeted a ton in the red zone. Um, he's been targeted 14 times in the red zone, but, but um, and me... he's actually tied for fifth in the league in red zone targets mm-hmm. um, and only three touchdowns. And then in the end zone, he is actually tied for 12th, but it's probably like a total of 20 guys with all the ties. So and he came he actually, down with a miraculous catch in one of them. I mean, it was a really good catch. But let me ask he you has something. Not been very efficient in the red zone. Not efficient. The end zone. I heard. I heard somebody. He needs d- not efficient. I heard somebody. That's okay. I heard somebody talking about it on the radio today. Actually, when when people talk about targets, that this guy gets X amount of targets. That's one thing. But what about the other part of that? Of catches and completions and and how many of those targets did the, the player actually catch you know yeah i mean you can split some hairs on that stuff for well, sure well everything every statistic could be we could be you know you can figure out something different about the player just based on the statistic but say he's the most targeted player but he catches like 20% of those catches you know uh, there yeah. there's a lot of different ways to look at it i think with him though it's out of all the guys we have on our list i think he has the most like uh well, maybe no, maybe the Dolphins do too. Uh, just like a, a murky future of what he has around him. I agree that he has a murky future. I, I don't think we know exactly what we can expect. I mean, he's not one of those guys that you think you know what to expect. Um, but he also doesn't cost a lot. I mean, no. out of all the guys we're going to talk about, he may be the cheapest, like the least expensive acquisition you made out of all these guys, especially if you already owned him. So, I mean, is he somebody that you want to buy? Well, if he's cheap, yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not trying to capitalize on him. I don't think I'm going to get a ton in return right now, but where I own him, I'm, I'm holding on to him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's going to be. I think, uh, we're, he's just scratching the surface of what he can be, but if, if he's a wide receiver too, for the Bengals and, um, you know, whatever in fantasy, I still think that his, his value outweighs the cost uh, that you pay for him. That's all. So I'm creating a Dynasty Trade HQ um, value-nometer. Um, <laughs> I love that we're, 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 we're what are we, we're 102 episodes in, mm-hmm. and Shane's yeah, so still trying to discover the, stuff. Yes, go ahead. The Dynasty Trade <laughs> HQ value-nometer, he ranks as a 24. Okay, um, oh. And then and that scale runs from negative 50. <laughs> to positive 123 and there's a lot of factors that go into oh my it God. so 24 <laughs> seems low but he's not negative so for what that's worth i think you could trade him um right now he is a piece that i believe i would trade a third in Auden Tate to get a second rounder oh um, sure to package to get a, be- a better pick you know what all I, you know you were just saying all those numbers and all i kept picturing in my head is the kind of t-shirt that jeremy could design for a dynasty trades hq value <laughs> 
or whatever that, that whatever that looks like, you know? Oh, the patent is pending. I want to say <laughs> that. The patent is pending on the valuenometer. I can't get into the metrics that are involved <laughs> in it. I just, I, you know, I just want to assure everyone that it's very scientifically based. Yeah, right. Very there's numerals involved. I'll just leave it at there's that. Numbers involved. Well, I like I like that. So listen, what the the next guy we have actually goes along with what we just made a comment about with the Dolphins. You know, Preston Williams. He kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah. You know, as a rookie this year, he was he was one of the best players that we had there for a while down here in Miami. Um, for for me, it's funny now that he's out. You know. Devonte Parker's finally getting a chance to do something, which he's, we've all been wanting him to do something for a while. And I think that Preston Williams looked pretty good. And I would actually like to have him going forward. I don't know what it's going to look like here. Just like um, with the Bengals. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback next year. I don't know who's going to be the running back next year, but I do know that we'll have Devonte Parker and Preston Williams. And I, I personally like Preston Williams, but I also think it's the same as what Jeremy said before. He's not that expensive. The fact that he's hurt right now, you may be able to get him cheaper than if he was still playing and still playing well. But yeah, I got both guys, Preston Williams you have and them both? Uh, Devontae Parker in different okay. leagues for, for second round picks. Now, I've liked Preston Williams since I knew who he was in Debbie and then kind of disappeared. Didn't look like things are going to work out. Tennessee, right. you know, went to the Buffalo, you know, Colorado State. Things, you know, he, he dominated there, but, you know, it was still questionable. I was surprised that he took off and did what he did in Miami, that he's been yep. he was successful. I'm still a fan of his. And so I definitely want to acquire Preston Williams. Um, I think he's. He's a difference maker. Um, you know, he's a player that I just like. I think he's, um, you know, a, a thoroughbred at the position. I, I want to acquire him. So, and and the same with, you know, Parker. Finally, yes, know, he turned into something, um, and he's doing well there. You know, okay, you know, worth a second round pick to me to keep, you know, to plug him into my roster. I don't know what Devonte Parker is going to be long term. I don't think Devonte Parker knows what Devonte Parker is going to be <laughs> long term. Um, so I'm just kind of lukewarm on Parker, but Williams. Man, I, I I think that's a guy you have to be a yes on. Shane, based on what he did as a rookie. Let, let me ask you this: Who would you rather have, Devontae Parker or Preston Williams? Preston Williams. Yeah, Preston Williams too. But but but, but mostly down here in Florida because we've been burned by Devontae for years and years and years. However, yeah. it is good to see him playing well right now. But he's playing well because there's really nothing else. <laughs> You know, but uh, but again, well, it's and see that's that's always my concern with uh, receivers like Preston Williams and Robert Foster last year is and in basketball, it was the Kevin Love conundrum um, where you're the only player on that team. Someone has to put up statistics. Just someone has to. Um, and, and that's what it kind of feels like to me. I don't know. Preston Williams, his workout metrics weren't overly impressive. Um, he looked better on tape from what the tape people told me. Um, <laughs> now he's got a torn something. Was it his ACL? I don't know if they ever actually confirmed that, or they just said it was his knee. I don't even know how, how bad his knee is. I don't know. Right. And I just, you know, and you know me, I'm a guy that's like, if he's got low, if he's got real world uh, low draft pedigree and he doesn't have something else, like just crazy college, uh, you know, dominator, uh, dominator, 
Jesus Christ, um, dominator rating in college and things like that, then I'm probably going to sell. Well, see, and I, I think that goes back to when we had that argument about the, um, seven single Yeah. But, but about the pedigree, you know, but some Preston Williams has the pedigree because he was a highly sought after and we're still talking about him, right? Highly sought after, um, co collegiate player. I'm, I'm talking about like high school player, you know, um, as far as offers and schools, he went to Tennessee and that didn't shake out. But I mean, he was going to play in the SEC at Tennessee, um, you know, seemingly had it all. So that pedigree now it didn't shake out for him, like as far as the draft went. And but that's the pedigree. But he has and I, I understand the draft capital is not there, but he literally has the uh, profile of a player that makes you go. Now, this is going to be a good fantasy football wide receiver. He has that. And that's enough based on what I saw of him in Miami this year as a rookie, even for me to say, you know what, the light turned on for me with this player. See, I agree with you in the sense that what we saw on the field makes yeah. it that, that, that when I always say there's an outlier, I think he would be an outlier, but Shane, when you talk about the pedigree and everything, regardless of what Jeremy just said about college for the NFL, he was undrafted. So that's definitely where you're coming from when you're talking about the pedigree of not having any kind of NFL draft pedigree. Yeah. And I didn't even realize he was undrafted or I might've realized that. But yeah. Um, he was undrafted. I get a lot of him and Darius Slayton stuff confused because to me, they're the same type of, you know, just kind of breakout guys. No one, they were kind of like buys. Um, everyone was touting them as like their sleeper picks because, you know, we have to have them. And then two out of, you know, four million actually hit. <laughs> That's why I hate Debbie too. But yeah. So, but it's funny that you mentioned uh, Darius Slayton because that was the next guy we had on our list. So Jeremy, uh, Shane relates Preston Williams to Darius Slayton. He says he gets them confused sometimes. So uh, well, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> On different teams. Yeah, I, mean, I prefer, I prefer Preston Williams. I mean, Slayton's had a opportunity um, with the Giants uh, this season. I, I I don't dislike him. He's just not a player I'm trying to acquire. Like I I would pay for Preston Williams um, right now. I'd buy him. Um, I'm not giving up Auden Tate, and he's so cheap. I'd I'd try to get him. Um, you know, Devonte Parker. I told you guys the only reason I got him for the second round pick is because it was what should probably be the two eleven or two twelve. Right. I've been pretty successful in drafting in the second round of um, rookie drafts throughout you know my dynasty leagues over time, and so you know I, I'm okay with getting rid of a low two, but I like to keep the you know the the higher second round picks because I usually am able to cherry pick somebody that I like. So I didn't want to give my second round pick, which was an upper half. That's how, how fine <laughs> of a line I put on it. How fine of a point, like a two five, I'm not willing to give a two twelve. Okay. Um, but you know, I, I do like him. Um, we talked about, and, and Slayton's just not a guy that it's as high on my list. I think he could be a fine NFL player and in fantasy too, but like Shane, I think Shane's with me on this. He's not somebody that I, you know, am, uh, you know, targeting after he's a player. I think I would trade away to get something else. See, and I, and I think with Darius Slayton, again, if you start looking at fantasy production, you know, he's ha he has the opportunity because of the team he's on. Similar to Preston Williams, who had the opportunity because of the other players that are around him. With Darius Slayton, you've got, you've got uh, you know, first of all, actually OBJ leaving, you know. And then you've got... Um, 
What's it? Sterling, uh, Sterling Shepard breaking the fingers concussion. all the time and concussion and whatever. And concussion, so like seventeen. Yeah. yeah, and then Evan Ingram getting yeah, Ingram and Evan Ingram can't stay so, on the field exactly. Fine China. <laughs> exactly. So he's in the in the kind of situation where, regardless of his pedigree, regardless of anything, he has the opportunity and he's making something out of that opportunity. Like in the, I'm looking here at his numbers in the last three weeks. Last week or the week before, he didn't do so well against Cowboys, but he had two touchdowns against the Lions. He had 121 yards and two touchdowns against the Gents. Regardless, well, he, of those- yeah, he had ten. He had ten targets. He had, excuse me, he had 14 targets against the Jets, who were just trash. Yeah, Third secondary is like me and you out there. <laughs> but, um, uh, but but I mean, he's got one, two, three, four. He's got five games of double digits. I'm yeah. just saying the opportunity is there for him. So so in a situation like that where. I don't even know if the opportunity, if the situation is going to change that much for him, maybe as a fantasy player, not as an NFL player, but as a fantasy player, he is somebody that has some kind of value. Now I'm not saying go out and trade a second round pick like you were talking about with Devontae Parker and Preston Williams, but I wouldn't mind maybe holding on to him if I had him in a league yeah, where I'm I needed a guy being on my roster. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just, saying. I'm not seeking him out in any way. Yeah. So here, here's my problem with both Preston Williams and uh, Darius Slayton, who I throw into the same um, crap bucket. <laughs> Um, Miami and, wrong, and the Giants it's both fine. have high draft picks. In Miami's case, they have several. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to use that on a wide receiver or a quarterback? Well, Miami has I'm, way I'm too many at, other things they need than a wide receiver. Quarterback, defense. But the thing is, that. Miami ha- also has like 15 draft picks in this draft. Yeah. So they, they could easily, like I said, if they wanted to, and I'm sure they won't, but if they wanted to, they could rebuild their offense in the first round alone in the second round and then just draft offensive linemen in, yeah. in every round after that. But if they wanted to, but either way, both of them have draft picks available to them that make me think that they're going to, if you're the giants, would you rather run Darius Slayton out there? Or would you rather go get Jerry Judy and add him to Saquon Barkley and well, maybe Evan Ingram, if he can ever actually get on the field again. Darius Slayton is a long-term, um, you know, asset for that team. And, that, and that's what I'm thinking. I think that's it's opportunity has been the biggest thing this year. They're, they've had injuries. They lost OBJ. They, they, they needed him, and I, and I just don't think he's that great. Uh, he's not a difference maker, in my opinion. He's just a guy. Right. That's my thinking on both of those players, that they're going to be replaced. And I don't think Preston Williams is just a guy. I think Darius Slayton is not as good as Preston Williams. He's not as good of a prospect. It just the, the size, all of it. I just I think Preston Williams is a hair above. Like I, I look at them differently. I think Williams is a keeper, and I think Slayton is a replaceable guy. Well, that, that's me. I, and I agree with you in that sense that I would rather have him. Uh, I'm looking here online right here, and the Giants have one first round draft pick next year, and it's the third overall pick. So, do you, you think the Giants with the third overall pick are going to draft a wide receiver? No. What other, I, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they trade back and, and, you know, try to get a... I'm just saying, I get what you're saying about the Dolphins because they got a shit ton of picks. I mean, they have so many first and seconds. But the Giants don't. The Giants have one. Um, oh, but they then they've also shown that they're willing to go out and spend money since they just gave Golden well, Tate... Sure, of course. ...however much money they gave them. And just think, like... If I'm looking at like who who do I want out there? Uh, Darius Slayton's been you know he's been good he has been okay but I don't know if he can continue to do it. I, I if I'm the Giants or really any team that needs a deep threat I'm throwing my money at Robbie Anderson who even though he's had a terrible season we've seen in the past 
he's been a, a very Put good up huge game. Yeah. yeah, he he's had have, good games when he had, had the chance. We have a couple more receivers you had on here, and I actually think they're both interesting that you have them on here. Uh, I like both players. Uh, one I've one guy I've liked since um, <laughs> he was in college, and I, I like his whole career. And um, and you sing guy, his name all the time. And the other guy, and that, yeah, I'm not even talking about the guy who's DJ Chuck. Uh, that's what I thought you were talking Jamison about. Crowder was what Shane put on this list, which I was happy to see. But DJ Chark, yeah, uh, he can do no wrong for me. When you run a 4-3-4 four, four, and you're 6-3 and you have all those other things that you do, like uh, receiving percentage, um, yards after catch, eight touchdowns, all the sort of things he's been able to put together with two different quarterbacks, a rookie quarterback on a kind of a sketchy team in his second year, basically, uh, of playing. Uh, you know, I see all the stats Shane has up here, too, which I didn't even know some of these um, that, you know, maybe don't set your your brain on fire. I look at the efficiency of some of the things I've seen on uh, pro football focus stats, and all it does is reinforce my love for DJ Chark and why I want him on my teams. I'm going to trade for him. I'm not trading him to you unless you pay big. He's a guy I totally want. That's all I want to say. And I think I think all three of us agree on DJ Chark and Shane. We do. Uh, Jeremy, yeah, because Shane says yes, I say yes, and you say yes. Oh, Shane, but, Shane but, said yes. Well, but <laughs> what I was gonna. Dude, I love when we agree. Well, and yeah. what I was gonna say is Shane, why don't you say some of those stats that I, Jeremy I, I just it. mentioned? Yeah, DJ Chark's a guy, and I don't know. I started to buy low in the off season. Um, because, yeah, he was a second-round pick, and I'm like, all right, well, this guy's got good size. He's got good speed. He forgot he, about it. Draft pedigree. You know, like, okay, he didn't put up the, the great numbers in college, but that's because he went to LSU, and they barely believed in throwing the football forward yes. um, <laughs> until, you know, they got a new head coach, I think, last year. Yeah, and that's uh, I Joe Burrow. You know, that's why they're having the the resurgence in the passing game. And, yeah, but G- Shark wasn't mm-hmm. available to tap into that, much like, you know, uh, plenty of other players that have come through the college ranks and offenses in Georgia and LSU where they just you, – you did not see the true player. You, you couldn't yep. see their potential then in college. So then, you know, I like to make sure that uh, I can believe what I've seen and, I, you know, I can believe the fantasy points. So what I did is I went on the fantasydata.com. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. I love that state. State uh, site. I love that site. Uh, they have a lot of advanced uh, and efficiency metrics um, besides, you know, just regular, regular old stats. Because um, I like to look at all of them, um, really, to be honest with you, you get a total picture of a player. Um, and right now, actually, if you go on the fantasydata.com and use the promo code TRADESHQ, you can get yourself a discount. And uh, I would suggest you do that. Um, it's a great site for fantasy players. And it's got a bunch of gambling stuff on there, too, and DFS stuff, which I'm terrible at, and I really should probably start checking out more. Um, (laughs) So go on fantasydata.com and sign up uh, to become a subscriber using the promo code TRADESHQ. And when you were demoing this site for us and showing it to us uh, a few weeks back, um, I really like the way they have that set up, too. Yeah, yeah I, I like playing around on there and just looking at, like I said, different stats, and it's all on a, a great 
like easy. I, I hate when you have to dig around for stats. Yeah, it's and easy to find yeah. stuff for sure. These stats, I can find a bunch of different stats. So that's what I did. So I think right now he's the wide receiver five um, overall. Now, are which, you using some of the fantasy data statistics for your valuenometer? <laughs> those I can't get into that. There's Remember, he said he wasn't he wasn't going to tell people that. Yeah, some, I'm some sorry, I didn't mean to stuff. I don't want to get into that. Okay. Um, but just go on fantasy data and use promo code <laughs> trades HQ, and you probably don't even need the dynasty trades HQ valuenometer. So he's 11th in air yards, 12th in fantasy points per target. 13th in red zone targets, 14th in total targets. He's 18th in yards per catch. He's 20th in target share, 22nd in yards per target, and 36 in target separation. <laughs> my you know my, like my brain that? is spinning from all those numbers. <laughs> okay. So you got 11th in air yards. We know air yards are good. They're predictive. Yes. Um, you get a lot of air yards, you're going to score a lot of fantasy points. If you don't scare, score a lot of fantasy points this week, generally you're going to score fantasy points the next week because you're getting deep passes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> 12th in fantasy points per target, that's an efficiency metric. So, you know, per target, he's 12th in the league, uh, wide receivers. Um, 13th of red zone targets, like air yards, we like red zone targets because typically those are not typically, but those can lead to <laughs> touchdowns, mm -hmm. which are worth six points by themselves. You know how many yards you need for six points in fantasy football? How many? 60. Uh... 60. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you really knew, so go ahead. <laughs> um, and then 14th in total targets. Look, <laughs> one of the things I always worry about, and it's part of the reason I didn't buy into Tyler Lockett, and I should have, was the targets were low. You know, he, he was, I forget what his targets were last year, but they weren't particularly high. But I like when a guy's got, you know, just basically a smattering, a whole smorgasbord of <laughs> different types of stats he's got raw counts. exactly stats. that's what's good about this he's game, got efficiency he has, advanced he has a metrics. lot of positive yeah. numbers so now, it's not exactly it's not like he's just efficient it's not like he's just being you know over hyper targeted it, it's not that he's performing well in every area of the game and that's been my thing all along with fantasy football is that you you can't just get on board with one type of statistic i don't care who the person is that runs the numbers even the best metrics guys that you can find on twitter they're going to make mistakes because they buy into something a little too strongly um and, and for, you know, for college players, it's, you know, the target hogs. You know, Julio Jones is going to be a target hog. He's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Um, not every player starts out their career arc the same way. Not every player is Julio Jones. I mean, let's just be real. Some players are going to ease their way into the pros. Um, some players are going to show their efficiency that they were in college, even though they weren't target hogs in the NFL. Uh, the thing I like about DJ Shark, you just said it, and you also illustrated it with all those numbers, is that he has a lot of um, areas where he measures highly. And I thought one of the most interesting ones was the drop rate. Um, he's like in the top five in the NFL for, um, you know, not dropping the ball. And that's up with Julio Jones and Larry Fitzgerald, who everybody household names, Marvin Jones. Um, those are also, you know, all guys that are really good receivers that don't have a lot of drops. He's right up there with them. And then, I mean, seriously, a testament to his ability is that on this team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, if you're not familiar with them, um, he's tied for the, the you know, the, the leading number of touchdowns from wide receivers at eight this season. I mean, that is uh, really huge. I think, uh, you know, a lot of guys can score touchdowns and okay, you know, you can't account for touchdowns. You can't all, you can't depend on touchdowns. I mean, but um, he's putting all those things together um, and demonstrating his um, elite wide receiver skills by catching those balls and, and scoring. So uh, I just think across the board, you, you'd be hard pressed to find a, 
more well-rounded wide receiver at his size, you know, um, and speed. I, I think he's a – you definitely need to get a hold of DJ Chark at any price. <laughs> well, the last guy we had on this list, you, you, you kind of teased it a little bit, and then we moved on to Chark, was Jamison Crowder. I love that little f- – <laughs> um, I love that little guy. I mean, I always have, and I, I'm glad he's seeing some success this season. You know, is he um, little? Played for the Redskins, and yes. I, I, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, and, and especially, you know, lately after, you know, our man uh, Darnold came back and, and and is healthy again. Yeah, I, I, he's always been an efficient slot receiver, and he's doing some things. I'll let Shane elaborate. Apparently, he did his homework on this, but I'm just <laughs> saying he's one of my favorite players, and I'm happy to see this. But he's definitely not a guy I. Um, I steered away from like, um, you know, I, I want all the Jamison Crowder. Well, before Shane does mention it though, are you going to, you just said you want all of it. Are you going to trade for him? Ah, uh, yeah. What I are you giving up? To acquire him. Uh, what am I giving up? Yeah. Um, I'll give you a one arm, two legs. No, I'm saying and, when uh, you second round pick easily. Okay. Um, I, I might trade a, a low. No, nah, I don't know. I don't know if I'd trade a first for Jamison Crowder. I, I might um, trade a low first-round pick, but he's definitely a guy I want on my roster. And where I own him, I'm not trading him away. Well, you were quick to say you gave a second for Parker and a second for Preston Williams, but yeah, you never even mentioned. Crowder. Would you give a first for either one of those two guys? Uh, probably not. Okay. Um, I, I just I'd at least entertain that for for Crowder, but I I don't know that I would do that too. I do that either. Um, I'm stingy with my first. Yeah, of course, Shane. I uh, I don't know, man. I like Crowder, but he's really me a couple times. Um, <laughs> he has he that that's one of the things I was gonna say. He's not totally consistent, you What's know. Crazy though. Well, he's consistent with Darnold, uh, Darnold, whatever he's his goddamn name is. With Darnold, yeah. yeah. So you know, week one, obviously, he had that ridiculous seventeen targets for ninety nine yards. Right. Right. Um, you know, and then he had another 98-yard week with Darnold. He had an 83, 81, and 76, and then yeah, he scored touchdowns. He's a slot guy. He's doing what you need him to do. He's it, it scares me when he's so tied to a specific quarterback because then when Darnold gets injured or, say, you know, Crowder moves on, then what? Then I have to hope that he lands with another quarterback that's going to hyper-target the slot position. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, it's going to depend on what I need. He's only 26 still, too, which is amazes me. Um, Turning his prime, yeah, he's been a, a name we've talked about for like three years, and he's only 26. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I think you can easily get him for a, uh, a mid to late second, even. Yeah, and if I can do that, That's I'll, I'll do that do. all day. Because you know, look, we just did a, a, a mock draft on a DFF. Maybe oh, about yeah. a week ago. I didn't get an invite to participate. Me in that. either. I, I, I didn't either. either. Uh, was, was it just, a Devi draft? Yeah, it, it was the Devi guys did the draft, but it wasn't a Devi draft. They were Blech. doing 2020 rookies. And surprisingly, I DeAndre see. Swift was uh, number one overall. I saw that. But even going through that, and I'm thinking <laughs> about the players at the end of the second round, that's where I can go, all right, I'm not as enamored. You know, like obviously there's still guys I like and would be a value there, but if I can get Jamison Crowder for that, I'll do that, especially if I'm contending because it seems like as, as long as Darnold's healthy, um, he's going to be out there, and Crowder's probably going to put up anywhere from 10 to 15 points, which, look, for my wide receiver, I'm thinking your wide receiver four, your, your flex or your second flex, that that's not bad at all. 
Yeah, and, I, and the main reason I even asked and went backwards was because Jeremy, when you said you would think about I it did with it a on first, purpose, yeah, 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 that's that's because for me, I would I agree with you guys. I would do a second, but I I wouldn't do a first for him, and I don't really care much about trading for play uh, trading picks, but a first really at this point. I wouldn't for him. I think out of all these guys, DJ Chark pretty much seems to be oh, the yeah. one that we would all really go for. Hell yeah. And the rest of these guys, we've all said, you know, whether we like them or not like them, we'd keep them, we'd hold on to them, but we wouldn't trade too much for them. I do agree with you, uh, Jeremy, when you first said it, was that Auden Tate is definitely the cheapest one on this list. Um, and a lot of people were able to get him a lot less, uh, a lot cheaper than the rest of the players. Yeah, but we'll say for Crowder that he, um, it's a player that, you know, he's coming on now and certainly shouldn't cost you a lot to get him. I don't think a lot of people really buy into his... Um, you know, long-term success or whatever the prognosis for him with, uh, with or without Darnold. Uh, but I, you know, I think you can get him at a value too. Yeah. yeah and I, I don't know that I, I, I told you I was wavering thinking about the first because I like the player so much, but I mean, I think a second is reasonable if you can get him for that. Uh, I think that's what you should do. Yeah. And so I, I give up a, I'm easily giving up a first for Chark. Yeah. And, yeah. And oh, hell first. yeah. 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 Chark yeah. at this point. But um, to be honest with you, we're not really talking about him, but a guy that I'm really low on, and he can just go the fuck away and I'll sell <laughs> and I'm going to actually go send out these offers now is David Montgomery. Yeah, I yeah, you know a bummer man. A total bummer. I think I think it is kind of interesting that you bring that up and we were talking about some of the things we may talk about in the future and why don't we hold on to that and we will talk about that next week. Why don't we talk about some of these players that going into the off season or going into the season from the off season where everybody was so high on and then they didn't perform and what we're going to do with them now. Since we just talked about some of the players yeah, no, that great Yeah, since some of these players that came out of nowhere that we didn't now let's look at the opposites, but we'll do that next week. But before we go, Shane, you've been sitting there stroking your face all day. Uh, how's your beard coming? Beard's coming along super good, super good. Sexy, I've been, baby. yeah, I've been using the products from Fox City Beard Company. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, you go on foxcitybeard.com. You can use the promo code DHQ. All types of oils and uh, bombs and all that good stuff help your uh, help. What do you call this thing? Your beard helps yeah. your beard grow <laughs> nice. Yeah, beard got, wash, all gives you good hands. shine, gives you a good scent. Scent's a good thing. Uh, oh. I don't know about uh, you married fellas like me. Um, <laughs> good when your wife thinks you smell good. That's a good thing. <laughs> and, I uh, think that's whether yeah. you're married or not married, you want to smell good. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you're not married, you don't want other people's wives to think you smell good because then they're probably too close to you. It's adultery. It gets very awkward. Uh, um, but there are some people out there that don't mind. But uh <laughs> so just, you know, look, your beard's way too important to just put any old product in it. So what you want to do is go on the foxcitybeard.com, uh -huh. uh, use the promo code DHQ, and you get 20% off and free shipping through November. Um, like I said, just go on and check the site out. Um, it's got all types of shampoos uh, specific for your beard, uh, beard wash. These are things that you don't realize you need until you start using them and your beard it doesn't feel like rough sandpaper anymore. It's amazing <laughs> what happens when you use the actual correct products on your beard. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. So, listen, I think we should prepare for next week with doing that. We've got a Patreon show to do. And uh, speaking of our patrons, hey, we love our patrons. And we love you guys. Yeah. And become a patron if you're not one yet. 
Yeah, you know, we just picked up. Uh, I don't know if we brought it up last week. We picked up a couple of new patrons. Um, yes, we and, did. Uh, oops, sorry about that. Very excited about that. Very awesome to have new folks in there, new flavors, bringing new perspectives. Kyle Senra's one. We know him a little bit. And Zach, Zach wants. <laughs> yeah, I mentioned to... Zach last week. But Zach, we we still have to consult with that guy. Um, we we need to we need to hook him up, and uh, I don't know if he's taking the bait yet. But we we have to get him to uh, email us back and uh, consult with him on his team and help him out there. Well, cool. And the other thing too, we mentioned it a couple different times, and we're going to keep pounding it. Is that we have to do something for all of our listeners and our patrons and everything in Vegas for the draft, and that's going to be another show coming up soon. We're talking about draft picks and draft players and all that, and we have a couple new exciting. Um, potential uh, people coming on as guests in the next couple of weeks with some interesting kind of sites. So uh, it's, hey, and, and you know what else you should do every site that I promote today, uh-huh. make, make sure you take advantage of those discounts. Cause you know how you get those discounts. Cause you listen to trades HQ dynasty trades HQ. Cause we're awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and these sites realize we're awesome. And you know, we probably have awesome listeners. So they're like, you know what? Your listeners are awesome. Let's save them some mon- some money. So yeah, go hit hit up fantasydata.com. Hit up foxcitybeard.com. Hit up jazzsports.ag. Um, use all our promo codes and save yourself some money. And it's Christmas time is coming, so go buy your dad some beard cream. It is. And the cool. one last thing I wanted. Or to your mom. I, you know whatever. <laughs> We're not judging. The one thing I wanted to point out to everybody is we, we forget to do this is that we do have a store. Um, if you tweet at us, we'll give you the link to the store. You can get T-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, um, all kinds of uh, things to wear, gear. Um, just let us know. Tweet at us at Dynasty Trades HQ, and um, we'll, we'll send you the link to our store so you can maybe uh, buy something for fun. Cool, especially with it being holiday time and all that kind of stuff. So, well, thanks for listening. Go check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check out our iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check out our website, DynastyFootballFactory.com. And uh, become a patron because we're going to go do a Patreon show. So we love you guys, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Never stop trading. Say goodbye, Shane. Bye.